Good morning. We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning over a cup of coffee for a shot of caffeine, inspiration, and good news. Your morning moments really do matter. How you start your day is how the rest of it often goes. So we want to start with some fun and celebration. And I have a feeling it's a big day today. It's huge. <laughs> it's a large day. So we're living large with National Elephant Appreciation Day, September 27th. I think 27th. that's amazing. <laughs> how on earth did that come about? Well, the National Elephant Appreciation Day was founded by people concerned about the plight of elephants in 1996. So it's been around a while. Yeah. It gives these majestic and beautiful creatures the respect they deserve. Well, only if you celebrate it appropriately. That's true. <laughs> I suppose you could do it disrespectfully. Well, why would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Did you know that no, elephants... No, <laughs> I'm sure I didn't. <laughs> I think you might have known this one. Oh, okay. Elephants are the largest land mammals on Earth. Okay, I did know that. That's why they have a right to have their own day completely <laughs> dedicated to them. Otherwise, they'll sit on you. But sadly, humans are increasingly placing the elephant's future at risk. So whether you're already a lifelong elephant lover or not, take time today to learn about these amazing pachyderms. Do you know what pachyderms mean? It is a word to describe... You tell me! <laughs> it's a word to describe thick-skinned animals with hooves or nails similar to hooves. And they are actually related... Thick... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> thick-skinned animals with hooves or nail-like... Similar, similar to hooves. Similar to hooves. Can yes. I call you a pachyderm? Are you saying I'm thick-skinned? I may be thick-skinned, but I'm, these aren't hooves or even nails that look like hooves. Just checking. <sighs> well, <laughs> since they're related to rhinoceroses and hippos, can I call you... Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No. Never mind. <laughs> the filter kicked in. Yeah, good timing. Rarely. Did you know that there's... <laughs> Not get over I'm that move, for a while. I'm gonna move on. Because <laughs> that well, you thing... called me thick skin. You started it. <laughs> that thick skin is a compliment. What? So... <laughs> you know how, how on Monday? Dig it out. Come on. You're how, in a hole. <laughs> how on Monday we talked about like that the intent of cursing might be the same uh, when you're saying the words that don't really aren't right. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, move on. I'll save you. I know what your intent was. <laughs> that little comment is my point. No, and I, I might not get over it that. for a while. That just. But oh, you just did. I meant that <laughs> you didn't mean that. Go on. What were you going to say next? <laughs> You're full of malarkey. Did you? I'm full of elephant dung. <laughs> You're full of something. Did you know there are two types of elephants? African and Asian. Yes. And they both hold the prize for the largest mammal on earth. But there are some differences, which I shall briefly go over. <laughs> All right. Both animals can live to be 60 to 70 years old. <laughs> okay. Like humans, they develop remarkably close family bonds. They are spirited and playful animals. Have you ever seen them frolic in the water at the zoo? You just wanted to say the word frolic. Yes, I like frolic. <laughs> Frolicking is fun. Who doesn't like to frolic? They will defend their own family with their mighty tusks. <laughs> Every sentence you look at me like. I'm waiting for a reaction. <laughs> some good stuff here. <laughs> Whether they're foraging for food or digging a mud hole, their tusks are vital for their survival. And that's what the hunters yeah. go after. The ivory 
of the elephants, and that makes them endangered. Each day, poachers kill approximately 100 elephants for their ivory, meat, bones, and skin. That I did not know. That is very sad. I haven't heard a recent statistic on that. That's a tough one. So since I mentioned there are some differences, and then I went into their similarities, (laughs) the African elephant grows larger ears. You knew this. Did you know that? (laughs) I did. You have jazz ears. In the Asian species, only the male grows tusks. However, in the African species, both male and females grow tusks. That I did not know. I did not know that either. One thing that fascinates about uh, most people about elephants is their trunk. Because it is... <laughs> it's the it, international it, symbol <laughs> for trunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you did that on camera. <laughs> it's prehensile. It's super sensitive. The one difference is, you know, it has the lips that are prehensile and they can pick things up. One difference is the Asian elephants, that the top lobe grows bigger to be prehensile. And in African, the bottom lobe grows bigger to be prehensile. And it has extra pinching dexterity. Ouch. <laughs> you were nice on there that one. There was an off-camera pinch. <laughs> Did you know... Both species do live in herds, and they are primarily matriarchal. Yes, I did. And they are both herbivores, but their diet depends on whatever's around. They'll eat anything herbivore-ish around. Herbivore-ish. <laughs> do elephants ever forget? Never forget? You know that old cliche, elephants never forget? Uh, yes, I know. They have done studies that determine elephants do have excellent memories. They can remember vital locations over large areas of land. They can also recognize faces of other elephants and people, even though a long time has passed. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's a big, large holiday. <laughs> How do we celebrate? You, um... <laughs> you were not prepared. <laughs> I was not prepared. You make elephant noises like I did. You run around your house <laughs> pretending you're an elephant. Yeah, like Horton heard a who. No, how about you donate money to save you? Yeah, you beat me to it. Well, but yes, donate to... Hurry it up. And actually, my son's girlfriend is very into elephants, and I've given her some gifts that donate, you know, parts of the money goes back to elephant preservation and stuff like that. Hey, you get a bonus today, though. It's also <laughs> the autumn equinox. So I was going to go into some things. It's not exactly a holiday, national holiday, but, but it's just something it to is. celebrate because yes. you can stand eggs on end, or <laughs> you can wait. What I didn't know that on the autumn and the spring equinox, the way the gravitational pull is, you can stand a non-boiled egg up on its end. I didn't know that. See, I'm just full of random stuff. information. <laughs> In addition to the elephant tongue, <laughs> trunk. No, you had said earlier dung. Dung. I thought you said tongue. That's different. <laughs> You're full of elephant tongue. I know. That would be strange. Yes. Well, so. Because the show hasn't back, been strange at all. <laughs> back to the bonus autumn equinox. Okay. If summer has slipped away, I hope you enjoyed it. We are now at the 2021 fall equinox. So tonight, September 22nd at 831 Eastern Time, it is fall. So happy fall, y'all. Okay, tonight or in the morning? You have a.m. Well, then it's past. (laughs) (laughs) You can still say happy fall, y'all. Happy fall, y'all. Whatever time it is, wherever you are. All right. So. All right. We go straight from. (laughs) Straight from silliness and elephants to 9-11. 
It's a heavy, heavy change. Over the weekend, we had the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And you and I watched the coverage of the New York and Pentagon and Pennsylvania celebrations. And today's story relates to 9-11. Okay. So I couldn't make you cry Monday. I'm going to see if I can do it today. Is that is that a new goal? It is. To make Tim cry? It's totally my goal. I don't think Fridays, I don't think it's going to be teary. Maybe that's when I cry. I'll, I'll throw you <laughs> off guard. <laughs> I'll be tears of joy. Okay. So 66 men and women who worked for the investment banking firm Sandler O'Neill and Partners on the 104th floor in the World Trade Center lost their lives in the 9-11 attack. Within a week, the company had created a foundation that would pay for the college tuition of the 76 children of those men and women who lost their lives. That's fantastic. I, it's amazing. Yeah, very, very. The very. youngest child eligible was born six weeks after, after September 11th. So when that child graduates from college, the Sandler O'Neill Foundation will cease to exist. That was its purpose, just Sole to purpose send these to... kids to, to school. 54 students have had their college tuition paid for so far, with 22 young men and women still eligible. So 54 who are now attending or have attended have gone to every sort of school imaginable. So it wasn't just that they had to go to a particular kind of school. They went to Stanford and Notre Dame, but they also went to community colleges. Cool. And I'm glad they didn't limit it that way. Yeah, they went to technical institutes. And the author of the article I'm about to quote from called Jimmy Dunn, the surviving partner at Sandler O'Neill, to ask him why he instantly did so very much the right thing, the extraordinary thing, when it would have been so easy and normal and understandable to just do enough. Because if you remember those days, it was chaotic. It was mind-numbing, a shock to the whole nation. Like When you think about the fact that they put together millions of dollars of funding within a week, this was days after the towers fell. Here's what he said. Go ahead. I just say, and you think about the fact that they've lost so much. They've lost their business. They've lost their offices. They've lost their, their income. And 66 of their employees. And 66 of their employees. And they immediately do something like that that costs money. but And they don't know if they're going to even have a way to pay for it. I guess I don't know. But that's amazing. Yeah. So here was, <clears throat> here was his response. And sorry, this is a long quote. Because there was a moment in time to stand up, Dunn said bluntly. Because we believed that what we did would echo for a hundred years in the families of our people, their kids and their grandkids. Because how we conducted ourselves in those first few hours and days would define who we really were and what we were about. Because I knew that if we were not honorable, then we stood for nothing. I concluded immediately that we would not be intimidated. We would not go out of business. We would come back stronger than ever and be an example of people who worked and lived with honor. And that meant taking care of our people and their children with respect and reverence. So we did that. We figured what we did and how we did it was our way of fighting idiots like bin Laden. You want us to fall apart? Then we will survive and flourish. You want to destroy us? Then we will insist even more on acting with honor. That's what the foundation was for, is for. We want our defiance and reverence to echo for a century so that the grandchildren of our people will know that we stood for something and acted honorably when it really counted. Okay. <laughs> you got me. I got it. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to read that without crying. It was awesome. I mean, to have the forethought to do that right away and the repercussions positively down generationally is amazing. 
And I very think, amazing. I think what really strikes me from it, I mean, it's amazing that they took care of this of the students. That's incredible. And we saw probably some of those students at the reading of the names and a lot of them didn't know their parents or relatives who were lost in Either in the young time. or the one that was not even born yet. Sure. sure. But I think what really strikes me is this idea of you want to destroy us, then we will insist even more on acting with honor because the normal response to, so you want to destroy us, then we will destroy you. And that's not how this response was framed. Right. It was then we will even more act with honor and we will survive and thrive. And I just thought that was just so incredible, especially at the time because emotions were running so high. Yeah, to be able to have much more impact than just getting back revenge, you know, to, to change these people's lives and the, the lives of their yeah. kids and grandkids and, and everybody around them. The, the ripple effect from that is just unfathomable. I mean, the, this, the depth that it goes. Yeah. It's great. Okay, now you're gonna make me read after Denver Klimt. Today's to-go cup quote is from Brene Brown, who is very quotable. She is <laughs> she is prolific. She has so many quotey things. <laughs> and it says, "I want to be in the arena. I want to be brave with my life. And when we make the choice to dare greatly, we sign up to get our asses kicked." We can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we cannot have both, not at the same time. I love this quote. I've always loved it. It's so good. We don't usually think about the getting our asses kicked part when we set out to do something new or different or brave, but really we probably should expect it. And the idea that courage and comfort don't exist together is a fantastic reminder and really an encouragement for when we're trying to be brave and things are happening that in opposition to us. So the question today is, are you in the arena? Are you fighting? Are you going to get your ass kicked? And are you going to continue to come back? Did you notice that I did not come back at you with the Teddy Roosevelt quote about being in the arena? I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you my had way of sneaking it in. <laughs> so you get it in subtly. So now there's your homework, apparently, if you don't know the quote, which I'm not telling you. So today's episode was brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters Box. If you want an easy oh, it's my turn. <laughs> if you want an I'll take it. <laughs> easy step into a morning routine. Our morning moments matters box is a super simple way to take the time you use to brew your morning coffee and turn it into a ritual that will start your day in a positive frame of mind. We say it's like morning zen in a box. Great coffee and a ritual that engages your body and your mind and your heart. And we are having the October box open right now. So if you want to check out the details about how you get great coffee, the thought-provoking question, fun goodies, art created by Michelle, all that good stuff, go to connectovercoffee.link backslash MMM for all the details, how to order. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to coffee and conversation with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So come back on Friday to join us for more. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Brown for a lot of times. She is a very prolific quarter person. She is because she says so many profound things. She is very wisdomful. <laughs> wisdomful. Some people call that wise, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs>
I just, prefer to speak in longer words. Longer words that don't, <laughs> that make, don't sense. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I have my own language. You know that. <laughs> I have my own curse language that it's just gibberish, but I use it appropriately for times when cursing would be used, but it's not appropriate in mixed setting of young children. <laughs> you use it when you're all alone. <laughs> well, that's it started where I could say things in frustration in mixed company. And now I just, you know, to not get into the habit of cursing, because that's a bad habit to get into, I just gibberish. If the word isn't exactly the same, but you have the same intent and, and meaning, does it... <laughs> I've often pondered that. <laughs> You know, when somebody says fudge or frickin', they really want to say the other F word, but does it really count that they didn't say it? Because fudge is so, society accepted as a word to say when you're upset and not the other F word, like fantastic. So when you're gibberishing. Yeah, I'm still cursing. <laughs> it's just I can curse in mixed company. So you're telling me it's the intent. And I'm important. asking. Welcome to Morning Moments Matters Debate, the new podcast where we take a word and dissect it apart and find out where Tim really comes from in his thinking. Jarrah would like that podcast, probably. I thought you were going to say where Michelle challenges me to think. <laughs> I think enough. I think enough. I do plenty of thinking every day. Thank you very much. You can challenge the way I think, but not that I think. There's a small difference. Did you turn the video on? I don't think you did. I did. I don't think you did. <laughs> You're wrong. I knew I was wrong, but I just wanted to make you get up. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say now that you're wrong. I was not wrong. I was mistaken. I knew I, I knew it was rolling. I can see the red light. You cannot. <laughs> you lie. Now you are wrong, and now you're lying. See, I'm just, Would you lie to our listeners like that? I'm just proving an example of what not to do. If you can't be, if you can't be a good example, be a horrible warning. All right. I've lived my life that way. You have not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> not since prison. <laughs>